guys, today I'm going to read chapter 5 of the Shakespeare Stealer. So here I go. You might sit down, Siren Bess said, before you fall down. I sink into an up a upholstered, upholstered upholstered chair. But but I thought you thought the one who brought you here was to be your master, Bass shrugged. Fall Connor is not the most co- communicative of men, nor the most genial, but he is reliable and effective. I could not to go to Yorkshire myself because, well, for various reasons. He got you here in one piece at any rate. I, mostly. Baz chuckled. Neither is Falconer the most considerate of traveling companions, I warned. Have you eaten? I, good, good. He shoved his papers aside, took up a pipe, and filled the bowl of it with tobacco from an er earthenware jar. Then we can get right down to business. You'll be wanting to know what's expected of you. I... Though my seat was comfortable, I shifted about nervously. Very well. He went to the fireplace, touched a paper, a tapper, tapper to a live coal, and lit the pipe. The first thing I expect is that you say yes rather than I. Your task it will not require you to speak over much, but I'd as soon you did not brand yourself as complete rustic. Understood? I. I mean, yes. Excellent. His manner, which had become prickly, turned cordial again. Now, when you go to London... London? Yes, yes, London. It's a large city to the south of here. I can that, but let me finish. Then ask questions. When you go to London, you will attend performance to play of a play called The Tragedy of Halmet, Prince of Denmark. You will copy it in Dr. Bright's character and you will deliver it to me. Now, any questions? I scarcely knew where I, where to begin. I, well, how that is, they will not object. The men who present, present the play. Only if you discover, only if they discover you. Naturally, you will be a sir, Surreptitious. Surreptitious. Surreptitious as possible, and and they do discover me. 
I asked, thinking of the swimming cupifying affair. The bass blew out a cold, a cloud of smoke, which made me cough. The Globe's audience is customarily between 500 and 1,000. Do you suppose they can watch over every member of it? I wish not. You wish not. Of course they can't. You will not. Will, you will use a small table book, easily concealed. He rummaged through the right of papers on his writing desk. You see how easily it is concealed, even if I can't find it. Finally, he came up with a bond pad of paper at the size of his hand. There, keep it on your wallet. You have a plumbago pencil? Uh, yes. Any further questions? And I might ask, for what purpose am I to do this? Bath turned a penetrating look at me. Does it matter? Nay, I was not. I was only curious. He nodded and scratched the bobbing top of his head. You'll know sooner or later, I suppose. He puffed thoughtfully at his pipe, then continued. I am a man of business, which, and one of, of my more Profitable ventures is a company of players. They are not nearly so successful as Lord Camberlin, Chamberlain's, or Admiral, uh, Admiral's men, but they do a respectful business here in the Midlands, as they have no compet poet of their own they make do with hand stage a current work by the poets of some reputation they could double their box box the money they take in and my profit would also double now someone sooner or later will pry this tragedy of Hamlet from the hands of its poet, Mr. Shakespeare. Just as they did Romeo and Juliet and Titus Andronicus. He jabbed his pipe stem at me for emphasis. I would like to be us, but I would and I I would like to it, it to be now while it is new enough to be a novelty this novelty besides if we wait for others to obtain it we will do a botched job patched to get together from various sources none of them reliable mr shakespeare deserves better he is a poet of quality 
perhaps uh, get genius and if his work is not to be uh, a pro- work is to be appropriated it ought to be done well that is your mission if you fulfill the it satisfa- satisfactorily the rewards will be considerable if you do not he gave a wry smile well falconer will will make certain that you do the anticipation anticipation that had been growing in me suddenly soared i i did not canna would go with me bass laughed did you suppose i would send you off to london on your own you can't even speak the language properly i might just as well as send you to guinea he patted one of my sagging shoulders don't you look so un- incontent one of my sagging shoulders don't don't look so inconsolable falconer will take good care of you and and you can learn a lot from him besides looking on the bright side this time you'll have a horse of your own so the room was room that was to be mine was mine for two nights only the following morning we set out for london though my legs had not quite recovered my shortening my stirrups and leaning back in the saddle i could ride without too much discomfort naturally falconer set a brisk pace mr bass had no doubt instructed him not to delay and he was fan fanatical fashion took he, this to mean that we should drive our mounts and ourselves to exhaustion it i was better fed this time for libby had provided me with all manner of victuals fruit meat pies quat bread she had also found time to wash and mend my work work a day clothing and patch my torn shoe when i thanked her she had waved my words away trush it's no more than is expected of me don't you go getting yourself into trouble in the city now <coughs> trouble i thought in london ever since i could remember remember i had heard dr bright and the other speak of london in tones usually reserved for talk of heavenly city as the earth was the the center of the greatest greater universe so london was the center of our miniature universe miniature universe and i which orphan and lowly 
apprentice. I was moving toward that center. Sore legs be damned. I dug my heels into the horse's ribs and urged her into a gait that, for a short time, outstripped even Falconer. I had gone no more than a mile when a hare scampered from a brush across the roadway. My mount reared, nearly spilling me from the saddle. Falconer came abreast me. What's the trouble? he demanded. A hare, I said, shaking. Uh, I uh, ran across my path. That's all from your face. Anyone c- would guess it was a dragon, at least. Do you do you not ken it's a bad omen? Uh, I take no stock in omens. Men make their own fates. Not apprentices, I muttered. I urged my horse forward, but not quite the same eagerness as before. So that was chapter five. Bye guys, see you later. See you later, see you later, see you, see you later. Bye guys.